This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Okay, welcome to the show. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, all of our great ESPN stations across the country, ESPN App Series, XM80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, with you, conference championships are set. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, six in a row, they'll face... On the road, the Baltimore Ravens. And the Lions will go to San Francisco for the conference championships. <laughs> hey! Javante Lawrence, our in-house Lions fan, is happy today. Our in-house anti-Bills fans are happy today with the two of us over here. We're not anti-Bills fans. Stop it. We're anti-Bills and Josh Allen propaganda. Okay, there's fine. A clear, there's <laughs> a clear difference. But hold on. Let's not bury the lead. Javante, it's usually so cold in the D this time of the year. But how are y'all feeling now that your Detroit Lions are in the final four in the NFL? It ain't been in this spot since 1999 where Wayne Fox is the head coach. So how are you feeling this morning? Feeling pretty good. I don't. I don't know. I'm close to saying this might be like the greatest time of my life, but it's pretty. It's pretty close. So it's very uncharted territory, and I don't. I don't know what to do with myself right now. Yeah, I mean, earlier in the month they had the Michigan Wolverines win the college football playoff. Now the Lions are in the Final Four. I'm just. Just saying, Smalls, they got it all working in the 313. And the 313, absolutely. But the fact that Michigan won should give them hope that this could, in fact, be Detroit's year. Yeah. I mean, to have both of those things happen in the same season, what are the odds that that would go down? But it just feels like everything is coming up Detroit right now. Well, not everything. I mean, have you seen the NBA team? But yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Very true. Good we don't have game. to talk about that. Come on, Evan. Come on, Evan. And by the way, congrats to Smalls. Marathon number 26. Number half 26. marathon. Yeah, Unbelievable. 26 you. states completed uh, with half marathons this past weekend. All right. This was the buildup. Kansas City and Buffalo. This was the game that everybody was buzzing about going into the weekend. And coming out of this weekend, it's the game that everybody's talking about. Kansas City beats Buffalo 27-24. Six straight AFC title game. For the Kansas City Chiefs, every single year that Patrick Mahomes has been a starter in the NFL, he has gone to the AFC Championship game at least six for six right now. A late field goal that was missed, of course, by Bass that could have tied the game. Now, people wanna, don't want to bring this up. Mahomes would have still had the ball with almost two minutes to go in the game and a timeout just to get a field goal. But this is all coming back to where it kind of began. Everyone, for some reason, building this up as this great rivalry as Manning versus Brady. Just to put it in perspective, going into Game 7 of Manning versus Brady, which is what this was yesterday, Game Mm 7, Manning had two MVPs, Brady had three titles and two MVPs. (laughs) Where is the top line of the resume for Josh Allen, CC? It doesn't exist. Okay, just make sure. It doesn't exist. And and I think yesterday was the game where we can finally put to bed the comparisons with Pat Mahomes. Josh Allen is not in that sphere. Like, Josh Allen is not Joe Burrow. Josh Allen is Lamar, not Lamar Jackson. Let's stop putting him in that rarefied air. Okay, he is not a tier one quarterback in the NFL. Is he a top five quarterback? Probably. But that, that's, that, that serves no purpose for all intents with this conversation. Like, it, this is all about the best of the best, the elite of the elite. And in a situation where you got the game at home, where you got the weather like you wanted, where you got it all working for you in terms of the offensive game plan, where you got uh, Steph Diggs, where you got Dalton Kincaid, when you got Dawson Knox, when you got James Cook all healthy and available, you're supposed to put in work. You're supposed to win that game. And I will say this, admittedly, Josh Allen was up for the challenge yesterday. 
I, I thought he played great for the first three quarters of that football game. The dime that he threw to Khalil Shakir in the end zone right there at the front pylon at the end of the third quarter, that is an absolute laser, and it just shows you the physical talent. But at some point, we have to evolve beyond just praising his attributes and talk about how they correlate to his team having the kind of success that we all kind of anticipate him having based on what it looks like. And the fact that they came up short in this moment against probably a Kansas City Chiefs team that has the worst supporting cast that Pat Mahomes has ever had as a starting quarterback, I I just think it's finally that moment where we can say, you know what, wake me up when Josh Allen gets the Bills to a Super Bowl. Mm. Wake me up when we have that moment. Because otherwise, we're just talking about potential. And as Bill Parcells used to always say, Potential just means you hadn't done it yet. Well, I hope you're not sleeping for a long time. I hope that he gets there for those Bills fans because that has to be a rough morning in Buffalo. You know, you're you're digging your team literally out of the snow in order for the game to be played. <laughs> the stadium packed, an unbelievable environment. You're right. This is the most vulnerable Kansas City Chiefs team we've seen in some time. It's The game is at home. You outplay them for basically three quarters of the game, and somehow Kansas City comes out on top. This is just what Patrick Mahomes does, but I do think it's an indictment a little bit on Josh Allen and the Bills, especially those two plays after the two-minute warning. You have to be better than that. You have to execute. And obviously, if the field goal goes in, we're having a different conversation, but if, if it was Patrick Mahomes at home in that situation, we would have every confidence that he would get the job done, no? Yeah, Pat Mahomes doesn't miss that throw to Khalil Shakir on second down. Pat Mahomes doesn't miss the underneath crosser on third down. And here's the thing. You didn't need a touchdown in that situation if you're Josh Allen. You had plenty of time. You had time out. You had plenty of time under those circumstances. Needed nine. You, you needed to get nine yards, yes. bro. Like you don't have to. It doesn't have to be. Get the first you know, down. It doesn't have to be get the ball in the end zone right there. Like like it's a situation where you actually want to bleed more clock because you don't want to give it to Pat Mahomes and let him have any time. Tony Romo on the broadcast with about two and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter was saying, "If you're Kansas City, do you want to consider taking a timeout?" Just because it felt like it was inevitable that the Bills would score, and you didn't want to score too quickly. Bro, why are you throwing YOLO balls to the end zone? It doesn't make any sense. But again, what I always say about Josh Allen, he is simultaneously the reason why both teams are always in the game. Well, and I'll give you one other thing on this. So discipline in many ways is sacrificing short-term for benefit Mm long-term. Josh Allen had unbelievable discipline through three quarters in this game. Because if you think about what was working, throwing to the tight end, throwing to the running back, him running, and James Cook and everybody else running the football, right? At the end of this game, on a 16-play, 54-yard, 6-minute and 40-second drive down three points, he lost the discipline for those two plays. He became the guy earlier in the season that got Ken Dorsey fired. You did not have to throw it deep into the end zone. You can dink and dunk and win a game because you were dinking and dunking and winning a game. The terminology dink and dunk people think about as negative. I don't in this case because they were phenomenal when he was doing that. In the first half, he had 14 completions. Nine of them were to running backs and tight ends. That's what worked. So when he's going deeper in that spot late, he is reverting back to the lack of discipline that got him in trouble so many times. But I agree, on the whole, let's put something in perspective. In no way, shape, or form am I saying that Jared Goff is better than Josh Allen. Jared Goff has been to the conference championship game more than Josh Allen has. Let's stop, like you were saying, CeCe, let's stop anointing this guy as one of the greats of all time when his team accomplishment, as led by him, is not great. Yeah, I want to drill down on something you just said, though. The discipline that Josh Allen uh, showed for the first three quarters and then the lack of in the fourth quarter. 
I'm not letting Joe Brady and Sean McDermott off the hook for that either. I agree with like you. They, they deserve some blame in this one. Like Josh Allen had the most pass attempts in the game in the fourth quarter. 14 pass attempts in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Four, versus 14 in the first half. Think what, about what, that. What, what are you doing? I, I don't understand it. You had the run game working. Credit to you. You came out with the extra offensive linemen in the set. So you've got six offensive linemen on the field. And Steve Spagnola had no answer for it. You were gashing them in the run game. Five, six yards a clip. They ran the ball for a buck 82. And they had, more importantly, 39 carries. 39 Anytime you have that many, that amount of rush attempts, you're probably going to win the game. You dictated the terms of engagement to Kansas City. So why do you do that for the first three quarters and then abandon that philosophy in the fourth quarter? It was clear to me what Steve Spagnola's game plan was, by the way. I am going to make Josh Allen be patient because I am going to anticipate that if they have to put together 8, 10, 12 play drives consistently, at some point he's going to give me one. Now, Spags wasn't wrong. He did give him one at one point. It's just a damn defensive back for the Kansas City Chiefs tried to scoop and score rather than dive on the ball. The game should have been over at that moment. But I digress. I guess my whole point is this. They did such a good job of managing Josh Allen for the first three and a half quarters. I don't know why they decided to abandon it at the end of the game. It just made no sense. Like uh, The Kansas City Chiefs played a really good football game. But the Buffalo Bills coaching staff cost Josh Allen and that team a chance to advance to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, they had the type of possession the Bills dominated. 37 minutes, 3 seconds, but only mm. 7 second-half points mm. for the offense. So, yeah, why would you abandon what's working, especially down the stretch there? I can't understand it either, but when we've seen games that should have been won by other teams, the next morning we're talking about, is there going to be a coaching change? Are we going to see any, any disruption or separation from what's been working? Do we think that we're ready to have that conversation in Buffalo? Do we think Sean McDermott's going anywhere? Well, you know what's funny about this is that – I, I got to be fair. Even in a win, Sean McDermott, I didn't think was unbelievable. That was one of the worst games I've seen Andy Reid coach. Andy Reid not reviewing the, the lateral or forward pass, backwards pass early on in the game. And then McCole Harbin giving him the ball a second time when he fumbled the first time. Andy Reid didn't have a great game either. So, yeah, I mean, there's also the, the greatest coach of all time who's hanging around that we've said, could there be a playoff team that makes a move? Because at some point, if you're the Buffalo Bills, how do you keep running this back exactly as is? You're not beating Kansas City. You're not advancing. We know you're not going to get rid of the quarterback, and I don't think anybody's suggesting you get rid no, of the quarterback. No, But at some point, something has to give here because why would I assume that you're going to get over the hump with the team con- constituted as is? Yeah, I, I don't know why you would, especially when you consider the quarterbacks that Josh Allen and the Bills are going to have to get through. Mm-hmm. Like, you're still going to have to deal with Joe Burrow. You, you, got, you got lucky because Joe Burrow was hurt at the end of the year. His team couldn't get into the postseason. You're still going to have to deal with Lamar Jackson, two-time MVP, and there's still that man, Pat Mahomes. And add C.J. Stroud. Yeah, and then add C.J. Stroud Good to the point. mix, too. So, I mean, you're going to have to get through all of those quarterbacks. The road is not going to get easier, and yet your team, especially on the defensive side, is getting older. And as I said with old players, they don't get healthier. So, yeah. Something about what the Bills are doing has to change. It's not going to be the quarterback. If it's not the quarterback, you got to look at the head coach. There's already been downward pressure from ownership. That's why they fired Ken Dorsey, the OC, in the middle of the year. Yeah, something about it has to change. And I want to say this. Sean McDermott panicked yesterday mm. when they decided that they were going to use the fake punt in oh, that brutal. situation. They got bailed out by the Miko Hardman fumble yeah. and, and the, the play call by Andy Reid, which is absolutely egregious. But that was a panic move. And, and for a coach that made his bones in this league on the defensive side of the ball not to trust his defense, 
not to figure out a way to get a stop, that is an indictment on him. So, again, they didn't cover their short, themselves in glory late in that game, and I think this is a product of that coaching staff pulling an all-time choke job. Again, I thought Josh Allen played well enough to win that football game, even as good as Pat Mahomes was. But it was the Kansas City Chiefs playing a solid football game and Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills coaching staff pulling an all-time choke job, which is going to allow Pat Mahomes to go to a six-straight conference championship game. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is your telephone number to join the show. Kansas City beats Buffalo. They go to the AFC championship game. When we look at these two teams, great rivalry or not a rivalry at all? And is it fair to compare Manning and Brady to Allen and Mahomes, which people have done over the last 24 to 48 hours, which to us is just ridiculous in that comparison. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your phone call is coming up, plus we'll get into the other three games over the weekend. But boy, there's a lot more to get to with this Bills-Chiefs game. We knew it was going to be the game going into the weekend. Definitely was the game coming out of the weekend. We're on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It's Buffalo season ending again in their mind prematurely. We are Unsportsmanlike presented by Progressive Insurance. Get a business insurance quote online in as little as six minutes. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com for more information. Last five years for, for Buffalo. Divisional round, divisional round, divisional round. Championship in 2020, AFC title game, and lost in the wild card um, previous to that. And so we're talking, those are the last, you know, five losses there. Mm-hmm. And yet yesterday, and we'll get to the phones here in a second, at 888-SAY-ESPN, CBS, and I'm not blaming them, I'm just saying I disagree, like opening the game with Manning and Brady comparison, like, can we stop with this? <laughs> like, that's how the game opened yesterday. Yeah, they're trying to build it up like that, man. I don't but blame it's... them for that, but it's just not correct. It's not an equal comparison. But that's the thing. We always vault Josh Allen into that conversation, and he hasn't done enough on the field to warrant that consideration he doesn't have an MVP nope he hadn't played in the Super Bowl he hadn't nope. won a Super Bowl so again with the top line items on a resume that you would expect for a quarterback that we would compare to Brady or Manning he doesn't have that so what are we doing I don't know why we continue to do <laughs> it but crazy. again it's confirmation bias with Josh Allen we want him to be good because of the physical talent and That's I get it I... everybody wants to see him on that stage everybody wants to assign that level of success to him but he just hasn't had it He's gotten to, what, one conference championship game? And he got his doors blown off in Kansas City. It wasn't close. So let's stop doing that. 
He had the game at home yesterday. They met three times in the playoffs. That was the first one at home. Pat Mahomes' first playoff game in his career, and you lost. And it was in a game where your team ran the ball 39 times for over 180 yards, and you lost. How is that possible? You didn't turn it over, credit to you, even though you tried. Yeah, you oh, didn't, God, did he you try. Didn't, you didn't turn it over. I mean, Shamari Connor, how bad was that, the DB Just for the Kansas City? all on it. That was awful. But anyway, <laughs> you tried, but you didn't turn it over. You're supposed to win that game. You are. Yeah, your coaching staff had some bad calls. But you got to find a way to overcome some stuff. Pat Mahomes overcame some stuff. Andy Reid had a bad call with the Miko Harmon jet sweep at the goal line. I don't know why you would give the ball to a wide receiver in traffic on the goal oh, line. Doesn't oh, make any sense. Who already anyway, fumbled. Exactly. Andy Reid had some bad calls in that game. They were able to overcome it because Pat Mahomes is so damn good. Josh Allen, at some point, it's not all going to be perfect, but they pay you what they pay you for a reason. Find a way to overcome, and you just couldn't. And you couldn't help yourself on the final sequence of plays right after the two-minute warning with trying to throw into the end zone. You didn't need to throw into the end zone in that situation. Time and score matter. And the quarterback has to have that level of awareness in order to get his teams to the championship rounds. Josh Allen didn't display that yesterday. We've all had that friend that's dated someone and the relationship is a little problematic. It has a lot of drama. And they continuously say, you don't know what it's like when we're together. That's how I feel about Josh Allen and the way we have this confirmation bias about him. We want it to work so badly. We want him to be great so badly. There's so many traits there that would allow him to be great. Yet I feel like the girl at brunch that's like, no, you don't understand. He's great. He's great. Yet we're still not engaged. We're still not married. It still never happened. And my friends give me the side eye about it. That to me is Josh Allen. And you know what else was confirmation? confirmation bias yesterday that I'm stupid for ever doubting Pat Mahomes. Like, why did I constantly this season say it's not going to happen for them? They're not going to get to the conference championship game. Yes, all season long, this has not looked like a Kansas City Chiefs team of past. Mm -hmm. But I really dismissed something very important, that it's Pat Mahomes. And he's done it yet again. Here he is again, even despite this year not being the best year for him. Brian in Pennsylvania listening on Sirius XM 80. What's up, Brian? Hey, good morning. Listen, I listen to you guys every morning, and um, your perspectives are typically well-balanced and stuff, but you all are absolutely insane this morning. (laughs) How could you possibly say that Josh Allen's the issue? Let me give you a couple things that I saw in the game yesterday. Number one, Ah, oh, we lost him. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting oh, for that. Yeah. I, was I was waiting for that. It's, it's not that we're saying that Josh Allen is the issue. What we're saying is... He ain't the answer. Right. In those situations, you got to be the answer. And, and they changed the way they operated for the final couple of plays on offense for whatever reason. They all of a sudden were trying to go deep when they didn't have to go deep. They're trying to hit wide receivers in the end zone when literally hitting running backs and, and tight ends out of the backfield all game long worked beautifully. But here, here's the thing, though, Ev, and I want to I want to harp on what you just said. They changed what they did at the end of the game. There are some times in sports where, as a coach, you got to get a ball to your best player and say, "Hey, go win the damn game." It felt like that's what Sean McDermott was trying to do in that final three minutes of the game. Hey, Josh, here's the ball. Go win us the game. But did they have to with that much time? They didn't left? have to, but they did. 
And Josh couldn't win the game. But isn't it like Mahomes, hey, you got a buck 40 to theoretically, Bass hits the field goal. Isn't that the, Pat, do what you got to do. You got a buck 40 left in a timeout. We're tied in the game. Do what you got to do. That's that moment. When you are going through a 16 play drive over six minutes and 40 seconds, and there's multiple minutes left, do your job to win the game. I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you, but I guess my point is to that last caller. He's back, by the way. So let's continue. Okay, let's hear. He's here. We thought go. we got disconnected. Brian, go ahead. Finish your point. Sorry. All right. So, number one, that. What do you want Josh Allen to do? How about the throw to Stefan Diggs that was 80 yards down the field, hits him in the shoulder, and he drops it? Like, you guys can't just keep throwing Josh Allen under the bus. Gabe Davis wasn't playing. There was a lot going on. Their defense was obliterated. They had, what, four linebackers for the entire game? So I think you all are being a little bit hard on, on Josh Allen, the Buffalo Nation, right now. Thanks for the call, but, man, you guys got me fired up this well, morning. That's Brian, awesome. Brian, we appreciate the call, but here's what I'll say. I, I get all of those things, but at this point in the season, everybody's hurt. Everybody's got guys banged up. Everybody's Including got guys the out of the line. Yeah, Willie Gay, the guy awesome. that was the spy yeah. on Josh Allen, went out in the first half. And Mike Edwards, who's a big Mike Edwards acquisition. got knocked out in yeah. the first quarter. Like everybody's dealing with injuries, so that's not an excuse. I guess my point is, it came down to that final three minutes. You got the ball on the fringe of the red zone. Bro, you don't need to throw it into the end zone. You missed the throw to Khalil Shakir. He was wide open. But you know who else was wide open? Stephon Diggs on the over route. Wide open. 15 yards. Take it. If they if they giving it to you, take it. I'll Move the ball thing. inside the 10. I totally It agree doesn't make any sense. Third down, third and nine. You're trying to throw into the end zone. You're scrambling out. The tight end is settling down in the middle of the field at the first down yard marker. He's right there. Hit him, Dawson Knox. I mean, Donkey Gate is right there. He is literally looking at you with his hands up saying, throw me the football. Throw it to me. I'm wide open. Why do we make excuses for this dude? Stop making excuses for him. I'll add one thing. I couldn't agree with you more. Everybody wants to bring up the digs drop. I don't want Josh Allen throwing the ball downfield like that. That's not what I'm looking for in that spot. I, that may sound ridiculous because if he catches the ball, they're right there. That is the antithesis of what is going to ultimately win them the game. Hold, hold on. Your defense for Josh Allen in that moment is receivers dropping passes. What about the guy on the other sideline? His receiver's been doing that all season. No, long. I'm saying to you. Like, that- like, 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 hold on. If we got your excuse, oh, well, Josh's receivers, Trent Sherfield, Steph Diggs, they drop passes. What the hell has Pat Mahomes receivers been doing all year long, Smalls? Dropping passes. They led the league and dropped damn passes. If they didn't drop all the passes, maybe that game is in Arrowhead and not in Orchard Park. Yeah. So what are we talking about? Stop freaking making excuses for Josh Allen. Man, go to break because I'm about to cuss. Go to break. <laughs> go to break. Because I'm about to start cursing. <laughs> We're on Sportsman like on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C 
ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Buffalo season ending again in their mind prematurely. We are on Sportsmanlike presented by Progressive Insurance. Get a business insurance quote online in as little as six minutes. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com for more information. Last five years for, for Buffalo. Divisional round. Divisional round. Divisional round. Championship in 2020 AFC title game and lost in the wild card um, previous to that. And so we're talking, that was the last, you know, five losses there. Mm-hmm. And yet yesterday, and we'll get to the phones here in a second at 888-SAY-ESPN, CBS, and I'm not blaming them, I'm just saying I disagree, like opening the game with Manning and Brady comparison, like, can we stop with this? <laughs> like, that's how the game opened yesterday. Yeah, they're trying to build it up like that, man. I don't but blame it's... them for that, but it's just not correct. It's not an equal comparison. But that's the thing. We always vault Josh Allen into that conversation, and he hasn't done enough on the field to warrant that. That consideration. He doesn't have an MVP. Nope. He hadn't played in the Super Bowl. He hadn't nope. won a Super Bowl. So again, with the top line items on a resume that you would expect for a quarterback that we would compare to Brady or Manning, he doesn't have that. So what are we doing? I don't know why we continue to do it, <laughs> but crazy. again, it's confirmation bias with Josh Allen. We want him to be good because of the physical talent. And That's I get it. Everybody I... wants to see him on that stage. Everybody wants to assign that level of success to him, but he just hasn't had it. He's gotten to, what, one conference championship game? And he got his doors blown off in Kansas City. It wasn't close. So let's stop doing that. He had the game at home yesterday. It met three times in the playoffs. That was the first one at home. Pat Mahomes' first playoff game in his career. And you lost. And it was in a game where your team ran the ball 39 times for over 180 yards. And you lost. How is that possible? You didn't turn it over, credit to you, even though you tried. Yeah, you oh, didn't, God, did he you try. Didn't, you didn't turn it over. I mean, Shamari Connor, how bad was that, the DB Just for the Kansas all City? all on it. That was awful. <laughs> but anyway, you tried, but you didn't turn it over. You're supposed to win that game. You are. Yeah, your coaching staff had some bad calls. But you got to find a way to overcome some stuff. Pat Mahomes overcame some stuff. Andy Reid had a bad call with the Miko Harmon jet sweep at the goal line. I don't know why you would give the ball to a wide receiver in traffic on the goal oh, line. Doesn't oh, make any sense. Who already anyway, fumbled? Exactly. Andy Reid had some bad calls in that game. They were able to overcome it because Pat Mahomes is so damn good. Josh Allen, at some point, it's not all going to be perfect, but they pay you what they pay you for a reason. Find a way to overcome. And you just couldn't. And you couldn't help yourself on the final sequence of plays right after the two-minute warning, we're trying to throw into the end zone. You didn't need to throw into the end zone in that situation. Time and score matter. And the quarterback has to have that level of awareness in order to get his teams to the championship rounds. Josh Allen didn't display that yesterday. We've all had that friend that's dated someone and the relationship is a little problematic. It has a lot of drama. And they continuously say, you don't know what it's like when we're together. 
That's how I feel about Josh <laughs> Allen and the way we have this confirmation bias about him. We want it to work so badly. We want him to be great so badly. There's so many traits there that would allow him to be great. Yet I feel like the girl at brunch that's like, no, you don't understand. He's great. He's great. <laughs> Yet we're still not engaged. We're still not oh married. It's gosh. still never happened. And my friends give me the side eye about it. That to me is Josh Allen. And you know what else was confirmation? confirmation bias yesterday that I'm stupid for ever doubting Pat Mahomes. Like, why did I constantly this season say it's not going to happen for them? They're not going to get to the conference championship game. Yes, all season long, this has not looked like a Kansas City Chiefs team of past. Mm -hmm. But I really dismissed something very important, that it's Pat Mahomes. And he's done it yet again. Here he is again, even despite this year not being the best year for him. Brian in Pennsylvania listening on Sirius XM 80. What's up, Brian? Hey, good morning. Listen, I listen to you guys every morning, and um, your perspectives are typically well-balanced and stuff, but you all are absolutely insane this morning. (laughs) How could you possibly say that Josh Allen's the issue? Let me give you a couple things that I saw in the game yesterday. Number one, Ah, oh, we lost them. <laughs> I was, I was it, waiting oh, for that. Yeah. I, was I was waiting for that. It's, it's not that we're saying that Josh Allen is the issue. What we're saying is he ain't the answer. Right. In those situations, you got to be the answer. And and they changed the way they operated for the final couple of plays on offense for whatever reason. They all of a sudden were trying to go deep when they didn't have to go deep. They're trying to hit wide receivers in the end zone when literally hitting running backs and and tight ends out of the backfield. All game long worked beautifully. But here, here's the thing, though, Ev, and I want to I want to harp on what you just said. They changed what they did at the end of the game. There are some times in sports where, as a coach, you got to get a ball to your best player and say, "Hey, go win the damn game." It felt like that's what Sean McDermott was trying to do in that final three minutes of the game. Hey, Josh, here's the ball. Go win us the game. But did they have to with that much time? They didn't left? have to, but they did. And Josh couldn't win the game. But isn't it like Mahomes, hey, you got a buck 40 to theoretically, Bass hits the field goal. Isn't that the, Pat, do what you got to do. You got a buck 40 left in a timeout. We're tied in the game. Do what you got to do. That's that moment. When you are going through a 16-play drive over six minutes and 40 seconds, and there's multiple minutes left, do your job to win the game. I agree with that you. I, I, I agree with you, but I guess my point is to that last caller. He's back, by the way. So let's go. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We got disconnected. Brian, go ahead. Finish your point. Sorry. All right. So, number one, Matt, what do you want Josh Allen to do? How about the throw to Stefan Diggs that was 80 yards down the field, hits him in the shoulder, and he drops it? Like, you guys can't just keep throwing Josh Allen under the bus. Gabe Davis wasn't playing. There was a lot going on. Their defense was obliterated. They had, what, four linebackers for the entire game? So I think you all are being a little bit hard on on Josh Allen, the Buffalo Nation, right now. Thanks for the call, but, man, you guys got me fired up this morning. Brian, Brian, we appreciate the call, but here's what I'll say. I, I get all of those things, but at this point in the season, everybody's hurt. Everybody's got guys banged up. Everybody's Including got guys the out of the line. Yeah, Willie Gay, he the guy awesome. that was the spy yeah. on Josh Allen, went out in the first half. And Mike Edwards, who's a big offensive Mike Edwards got knocked out in yeah. the first quarter. Like, everybody's dealing with injuries. So that's not an excuse. I guess my point is it came down to that final three minutes. You got the ball on the fringe of the red zone. Bro, you don't need to throw it into the end zone. You missed the throw to Khalil Shakir. He was wide open. But you know who else was wide open? Stephon Diggs on the over route. Wide open. 15 yards. Take it. If they if they're giving it to you, take it. 
I'll Move the ball thing. inside the 10. I totally agree It doesn't make any sense. Third down, 39. You're trying to throw into the end zone. You're scrambling out. The tight end is settling down in the middle of the field at the first down yard marker. He's right there. Hit him, Dawson Knox. I mean, Don Gate is right there. He is literally looking at you with his hands up saying, throw me the football. Right throw there. it to me. I'm wide open. Right Why do we make excuses for this dude? Stop making excuses for him. I'll add one thing. I couldn't agree with you more. Everybody wants to bring up the digs drop. I don't want Josh Allen throwing the ball down the field like that. That's not what I'm looking for in that spot. I, that may sound ridiculous because if he catches the ball, they're right there. That is the antithesis of what is going to ultimately win them the game. Oh, hold on. Your defense for Josh Allen in that moment is receivers dropping passes. What about the guy on the other sideline? His receiver's been doing that all season No, long. I'm saying to you. Like, that- like, 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 hold on. If we got your excuse, oh, well, Josh's receivers, Trent Sherfield, Steph Diggs, they drop passes. What the hell has Pat Mahomes receivers been doing all year long, Smalls? Dropping passes. They led the league and dropped damn passes. If they didn't drop all the passes, maybe that game is in Arrowhead and not in Orchard Park. Yeah. So what are we talking about? Stop freaking making excuses for Josh Allen. Man, go to break because I'm about to cuss. Go to break. <laughs> go to break because I'm about to start cursing. <laughs> We're on Sportsman like on ESPN Radio. <laughs> we all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Well, the best of your ability, Lamar Jackson, leads to four touchdowns and a 34-10 win this weekend. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You know, we had so much conversation last week. Lamar versus Josh Allen. Who yep. has more to prove? Who can't lose, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Lamar goes out there 16 to 22, 152, two touchdowns, 11 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Oh, just a ho hum, four touchdown game for a two time MVP. Still has more to do, obviously. One more round to go before getting to the Super Bowl. But if you're going to do the compare and contrast, and I understand their opponent was not. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. But if you're going to do the compare and the contrast, um, stop because we shouldn't with Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen because Lamar Jackson's career and accomplishments way greater than that of Josh oh, Allen. Oh, yeah, there's, there's no doubt about that. That's not even debate. That's not opinion. That's just fact. 
But I want to say this about the Houston Texans. They were a live dog in that game on Saturday. The Texans gave the Ravens all they wanted, especially in that first half. It was it was touch and go, to say the least. And after Steven Sims housed that punt return, I thought we could have an upset brewing in Baltimore. Like It, it, it felt like the momentum in the game was all on Houston's side. Christian Harris absolutely balled out. He was phenomenal. Will Anderson was phenomenal. Like They had a lot of young players on the defensive side of the ball that really stepped up and played really big in that game. But ultimately, the difference in that game was Baltimore Ravens defense. Being able to get stops. Think about it. In over a, in 120 minutes of gameplay, the Ravens defense did not allow the Texans to score an offensive touchdown. Like in the game that they had in week two and in the game that they had on Saturday, they did not score an offensive touchdown. And that's going to be the difference between the Lamar Jackson quarterback Ravens teams of the past versus this bunch, the way they play defense. It's the best defense in the NFL. They were down an all-pro corner in Marlon Humphrey and didn't miss him. Like that just goes to show you how good that defense is. Matt Abike in the middle of things. You got Jadavion Clowney on the edge. Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen, outstanding inside linebackers, both against the run and in the pass game. And then Kyle Hamilton, who was just a Swiss Army knife on the back end. That is a really, really good defense. And they were able to get stops and then give possessions to that offense. And Lamar Jackson in the second half did a phenomenal job in terms of his playmaking. But that defense is why Lamar is still going to have those critics and those haters because they're going to say the defense is why the Ravens are in this position. And with that defense, with John Harbaugh as the head coach, a Super Bowl winning coach, and with some of the weapons they have, people are going to say Lamar should get it done. The pressure, I think, only intensifies for him as we advance. And as we continue to try to, or some people do, try to percolate this narrative between Allen and Mahomes, and if that's Brady Manning, it should be Lamar Jackson. And yeah, Patrick Mahomes. No doubt. That's the rivalry we should be focusing on. And Lamar Jackson has a chance to really make it interesting if he beats the Kansas City Chiefs en route to potentially winning a Super Bowl. That's going to do a lot, I think, as far as putting those two neck and neck on the same plane. I, I think you're right about that. The problem is there's no playoff matchups to speak of, right, before this weekend. Right. That's why, like, Allen and Mahomes have the playoff repetition. But, again, it's not, a, it's not a two-way street of playoff success. It's just Mahomes in the postseason. By the way, for anybody on, who's saying, oh, it's Lamar's defense— Go watch the first drive of the second half. When the game was in doubt, it was 10-10 going into that second half, yep. and Lamar and the Ravens came out like, oh, oh, you think it's going to be close? That first drive of the second half was awesome, and then they followed up with another drive in the second half, and another drive. Like, they came out on fire in that second half. I was so impressed with them. Their first three drives of the second half, they had three touchdowns. Yeah, and here's the thing. Credit to Todd Monk and the offensive coordinator for making the adjustments at halftime. I don't know what the hell he was doing in the first half, running all those routes deep. It allowed the Texans' defense to disguise in a way that they typically wouldn't be able to. But they came out in the second half, more stick routes, more crossers, putting stress on the defense, forcing them to declare pre-snap. And when Lamar Jackson knows where you're going as a defense before he snaps the ball, you are in trouble. And that's exactly what happened. So Lamar Jackson, first half against the Blitz, he was 5-9, 41 yards, 4.6 yards per attempt and three sacks. Second half, 7-8, 64 yards and 8 yards per attempt against the Blitz. So again... I think they made some adjustments schematically in what they were doing, and then Lamar Jackson took full advantage of it. And when plays weren't there, he used his legs and he moved the chain. So I think that that's the thing to focus on. The defense gives Lamar Jackson plenty of runway to figure things out, but eventually this Baltimore Ravens offense is going to get it rolling because of the weapons that they put around it. And by the way, Mark Andrews may come back this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way. Oh, by uh, the way. Uh, Dan in Kentucky watching on ESPNU, joining us here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. What's up, Dan? Hey, good morning, guys. Evan, you're killing it. 
CC, I do have a soul, but go Niners. <laughs> Michelle, you're brilliant, beautiful as always. Oh, thanks, Dan. I was wondering, though, if it was time to start considering Josh Allen the AFC version of Dak Prescott. Mm. That, that, okay, that's fair. that feels yeah, like a way more fair comparison than going to the ridiculous place of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. That And by the way, that is not an insult to compare someone to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has had an excellent career. He's not going to the Hall of Fame. He's not playing in championship games, but he's had an excellent career. But this is why I'm wondering if we don't start to hear more noise around changes being made in Buffalo. Because I know the situation is different. You have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs beating you, and you did win your first playoff game. Yeah, But we hold Mike McCarthy to a much higher standard than I think we do somebody like Sean McDermott. We hold Dak Prescott to a different standard than we do somebody like Josh Allen. And after a disappointing loss like that at home in a game you should have won, it feels like more people are rushing to defend Josh Allen where we were ready to line up with the torches for Dak Prescott. Excellent point. If they were wearing a star on their helmet yesterday – McDermott would be out and Josh Allen would be out in terms of public perception, not not in reality. But if they had the star in the helmet, we'd look at them differently. And you know what? Let's just say it. I believe as a Belichick lover like I am, 100% chance he would take the job if offered him the Bills job. 100. 100% chance. If Sean McDermott was not employed there and they gave him the job offer in a division he doesn't have to prep differently for, he's prepped this division Mm, for 24 years. In cold weather, which you have said specifically you want him in a hoodie, that's very important to you, Smalls. That's a Super Bowl-ready team. With a quarterback that needs to listen to coaching, he doesn't have a choice, and you could bring Josh McDaniels with you? Are you kidding me? A 100% chance if Bill Belichick was offered the Bills job, he'd take it, and guess what? You'd pick them to go to the Super Bowl next year. You'd look at them completely different. Differently. Sorry, there's an L-Y at the end. <laughs> All the grammar people are out there just destroying me on that. Lindsay in North Carolina listening on Sirius XM80. What's up, Lindsay? Good morning, y'all. How y'all doing? What's up, Lindsay? Kathy. What's good, man? What's happening, you know Lizzie? How, you, know, you, know, you know how we've been getting down with the Cowboys. I'm kind of hurt right now, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk it another time. Um, <laughs> you also said you were getting ready to curse last segment. Let, allow me to curse for you. No, no, we're not going to allow you to curse. We can't yeah, do that. can't do that, Lindsay. Sorry. So if you're planning on cursing, we've got to cut you off. I'm just going to say, what the hell? I love how we kept him on. Why would I keep him on in that spot? If I was, well, Let's see if he what? curses. If that, what am what I doing there? They right, gave well, up that game with that fourth down play. Uh, McDermott got to go. Um, I just don't understand. They just, they, I was hoping that they were going to knock Mahomes off. Other than that, y'all doing great. Got man love for you guys. See y'all next go round, peace. All right, appreciate it, Lindsey. Appreciate it, appreciate it. It's amazing that that like Andy Reid is so flawless over the course of his Chiefs career. I think that yesterday may have been one of the worst games I've seen him coach for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, he's not infallible. People get tight because of the stakes. Everybody is winner go home, and that was the thing with the Buffalo Bills. They had no margin for error since what was that week twelve. Week 13, whatever it was, where they, yeah, had they, to were win. Six and six, right? they had to win every single game from there on out. Like, you, you, it just, it's just hard to be that hot for that long in the NFL, especially when you start playing against the better teams. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the Chiefs advance. Sixth straight AFC championship game. Mahomes is six for six as a starter and making it to the AFC title game. Just a ridiculous number. More of your phone calls coming up at 888-SAY-ESPN. We are on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio. 
Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.